McLean County Health Department Administrator Jessica McKnight says many of the department's client services remain at reduced capacity as staff devotes much of its time to COVID-19. McKnight says the department has also had to scale back or pause health education campaigns as COVID protocols remain in place. McKnight tells Eric Stock since the pandemic began, the department's 75-person staff has had to work long hours, cross-train for different tasks, and spend at least three-quarters of their time dealing with the coronavirus. COVID has kind of touched all of the different programs that we offer. And so even if it's not directly involved in COVID response, still dealing with how COVID has affected some of those programs. So when COVID hit, uh, you had just been on the job for a few weeks and COVID naturally overshadowed everything. As you had to shift resources to address the pandemic, what were some of the things that you had to put in the back burner? Uh, really, you know, big picture planning, so strategic planning, um, getting out in the community more uh, because I really, you know, no one was was meeting in person. So that's kind of shifted a little bit, getting involved in new, any new programs. So the most significant dip, I think, we saw in our, our clinics, so direct client services, adult and children's dental. So when I mentioned, you know, there were some programs and services that weren't weren't happening, you know, there was a there was a time there for several months in late spring where dental providers across the state were, were not seeing patients. Many dental procedures produce aerosol, which is a, is a high risk of COVID-19 spread to staff and patients. So dental was a service that was definitely put on hold temporarily. Uh, and again, the other client, direct client services, HIV, STD testing here at the health department, uh, the personnel that we had, especially before the contact tracing personnel came on board, the, the same personnel that were, were doing the testing and treatment for HIV, STD, SDIs were the same case investigators and contact tracers. Have those direct client services gotten back to normal at this point? Not quite normal. So for our, for our WIC services, there's still several that are done on the phone. We're still doing curbside pickup. Uh, the dental services, everything is is kind of in a reduced capacity. And we're, we're living in a world where we're, we're doing everything we can to social distance. So sometimes that means reduced capacities in your appointments. Uh, again, just limiting interactions so that we can prevent the spread of the virus. Hospital administrators have, have addressed this uh, lack of preventative maintenance, uh, people getting fewer regular checkups and health screenings because of COVID. And that is created its own health uh, consequences. Uh, what what have the consequences been from a public health standpoint that you've seen from having to, you know, withhold a lot of this maintenance or delay it over the last year? I think we'll see it more going forward, the, the long-term effects you know, of, of COVID and how it has affected all, all of our environments, you know, from yeah, delayed services, to the effects on on mental health and you know children in school, so you know I'm I think time will tell us. Um, it, it may even shift a little bit how public health what will, what our priority health issues are. Uh, that's something that we we look at. We look at data from the community health needs assessment, and I think that COVID nineteen will definitely have an effect on what we see in our data, and it, it may shift a little bit in, in our priority health needs. I think they still would probably be very similar. You know, we're, we're looking at access to care um, and you know, mental health, but 
we may see some some long-term things that we would want to focus on in public health. Are there any examples of initiatives that you had planned to transition back into as COVID uh, subsides perhaps over this year? And has that started yet? So some of the things, you know, just off the top of my head, thinking about our, um, you know, mental health first aid and some of our health promotion programs, um, you know, looking at vaping education in schools. So these are, these are things that we really, we've been on hold for a while, especially because again, meeting in person is just not safe at the moment, but just like with everything else with COVID, finding ways to adapt and how can we do these programs in the world that we're in right now. So doing, you know, mental health first aid virtually or doing it online, um, you know, self, self-guided programs or, um, you know, vaping education, how can, how can we maybe create the materials and share those with schools that, so they can do that without us, you know, if we're not able to go into the school. So those are just some of the examples of, again, just kind of adapting to the world that we're in right now and still, still offering the programs that we're, we're looking at. That's McLean County Health Department Administrator Jessica McKnight with Eric Stock. McKnight says the department will likely offer more services virtually if they don't need to be in person, such as case management visits with clients. Mm-hmm.